We're here to inspire, inform, and connect entrepreneurs and high achievers. Welcome to Results Radio with the number one results coach in the country, Sean Shuchuk. Sean is as focused on your results as you are. Visit our website at www.yourresultsradio.com and take advantage of the free tips and gifts. Plus, get your copy of the best-selling results journal developed by the number one results coach in the country. With you in mind, it is the most powerful achievement tool used by high achievers today. Here is the host of Results Radio, Sean Shuchuk. This is Results Radio, and I'm your host, Sean Chuchuk. If you haven't done so yet, go to our website at yourresultsradio.com. Get yourself a copy of the Results Journal. It was designed with you in mind to achieve more and collapse timeframes. In other words, to do it in less time. Every show we bring you, and I say this, and you're probably getting sick of me saying this over and over again, we bring you the very best. Well, Every show is always no exception to that, but I want to make a suggestion to you today. I want you to pay very close attention. I would love for you to get your pad and your paper out, and I'd really want you to pay attention to the information that we're about to discuss. You know, all of you know, everybody in their change results community, our family, those people who are clients, past clients, we focus on one thing, and it's about results. It's not about business or marketing or mindset. All those, those are all components, and they're all really important. But you can't do it with just one thing. So our entire focus is on results, helping you achieve more, better, higher. And at the end of the day, that's what it all comes down to. If we're able to contribute, to serve and support you, that's why we do Results Radio. That's why I coach. That's why we do books. It's all about you and your growth. So I trust that you're sitting there waiting for the very best to come, and we've got it coming right now. A number of years ago, I was, I was asked to do an interview for a radio show, and I, of course, said yes right away. I love doing interviews. I love the opportunity to reach more people. I love the opportunity to interact with more people because, as you well know, and I teach this, the more people you expose yourself to, and I say that tongue-in-cheek and everybody laughs, the more people you interact with. The more people you interact with, the more people you are going to do business with. Now, this guy and I had a great interview. We became fast friends. We've done some work together, and that continues. And we'll probably do more work together. But right now, this guy, he's a rock star. He's a host on the radio. And he's a dear friend. This guy does things other people don't in a way other people don't. And he changes lives. Mr. Dan Deegan, welcome to Results Radio. Well, thank you, Sean. I appreciate that uh, introduction. Thank you for joining us. It's a pleasure to have you. Oh, it's a pleasure to be on, my friend. It's always, it's always a pleasure when you and I speak. So, You're very kind, and I thank you for that. I'm going to jump right in if that's okay with you. I, I wouldn't expect any really of that, my friend. Let's uh, rock and roll time. I really feel that there are a lot of people today out there, some perhaps even listening, and there are people listening from United States, Canada, the UK, different parts of Europe, Australia, New Zealand, and we have a lot of folks that listen, download, and engage with the messages that we share. But I want to delve into something that I think is really important. We talk about success and results and marketing and real estate and business and all these great topics. But at the end of the day, 
there's a lot of people that tend to talk about things without actually doing anything about them. In other words, the talk, you know, talk's cheap. We can talk about doing something unless we're going to take those action steps and do something that may for some of us be extremely uncomfortable. It's not really going to manifest. How is it that some people go out, Dan, and make it look so easy while others, it appears, they struggle and it's like pushing water uphill for them to try and achieve a little bit. Can you perhaps shed some light on that for all the incredible folks listening? Sure can. So I, I think for starters, when we, we really get down to the basics of what we all feel is success and because everybody has a different version of it, um, you really got to, in my opinion anyways, and everyone that I coach and everyone that follows me and everyone I speak with, I share, you have to really break it down into the microscopic ends of success. So we all have these grand ideas right? We'd be sitting there and you, and you see something and all of a sudden a flash comes in your mind and you say, that would be a great invention. And you might run with it for 30 seconds. Then that little conversation in your head says, well, you can't do it. What makes you think you can do it? Oh, I got a job. I don't have time. I don't have money. I don't have this. I don't have that. And I think the first part of that, to answer to the first part of that question is we pay attention to that voice, right? And, and it's a very powerful voice because if you've been an accountant and you've been a junior accountant for 10 years, or you've been working on a dock somewhere for 10 years, or you've been a mediocre salesperson for 10 years, why would you have any past history of this grandiose thing we all call success? I mean, it's, it's something to really stop and think about. I, I believe the second part of it, Sean, is if you get past that, let's face it, success is really hard work. You know, and, and you see all these ideas of success and these people on magazines, and but the back end of it, they're working harder than most people are willing to work. And the third part from the basic breakdown of it is that they really don't want it as much as the obstacles that get in their way. So I once heard somebody saying, you know, you got to want it more than the speed bumps you're going to hit. So, you know, we go into something, we say, we want it, we want it, we want it. And then we hit a couple of speed bumps and, you know, everything on the exterior might look like never going to happen. But as you and I both know, studying with Bob Proctor, you know, reading about Napoleon Hill, Greg Reed, all the beautiful people out there that we talk to, it's not true. You will get it. It just, if there's a certain time frame that things happen in. And if with this instantaneous society we seem to have these days where, you know, if there's not an app for it, I'm not interested kind of thing. I, I, I don't, I, you know, from the end, in the end result, Sean, I think the mental part, the actual work part, and then the belief part are your three areas that we really, really, really need to concentrate on when we're trying to help anyone achieve a next level success. And, you know, I, funny love, because, I love that, Deb. So, Thank you for that. Oh, you're welcome. But I mean, there's another step to it because you and I both know you've reached a level of success. And when you get there, you're going, wow, you know what? In the end, it was, I mean, it, it wasn't easy, but it wasn't this death trap that everybody makes it out to be, right? But when you go to reach your next level of success, Sean, you got to jump through all three of those hoops again. You got to know, okay, I am going to have to put in a lot of man hours here. Of, and maybe it's not matter. Maybe it's effort. Maybe it's quadrupling your output 
in that time frame, as opposed to taking 14 hours a day and working, maybe you work eight, but you quadruple your output. You know what I mean? I do know. It's not about time in, it's about results out. Exactly. Ex- very well said. Yeah. Very well you said. said that's actually- you said something at the beginning, and I want to come back to that. You said we listen to that. I don't know if you said we listen to that voice or we listen to that message where. A little conversation in our head. Yeah. Who, what should we be listening to then? Good one. You should listen to yourself in the moment that it hits your conscious mind. So the moment that idea hits your conscious mind, I'm a true believer, Sean. You know, I mean, the individuals that are listening to Results Radio are not going to think it's hokey. But a lot of the population who doesn't believe in this personal growth, personal development, you know, as you get better, your life gets better. Your life doesn't get better by chance. It gets better by action. But, you know, as you get these ideas in your head, I believe you listen to that first and foremost thought that comes through that unbelievable. Yes, I could do this. And this is something that I, I will do. You continue to listen to that. And I also, I've kind of come up with a little trick on my own that I, I do. And I, and what I do is anytime those negative conversations happen, because they happen to me, they happen to you, Sean, they happen to Tony Robbins. I mean, all these big people, they happen to Brendan Burchard, everybody in our industry, it happens to, we just overcome it quicker in order to keep climbing that ladder or whatever the success rungs ladder, whatever you want to call it. Another great thing is when, when you sit back and you're saying, okay, I, I'm, I'm listening to that inner voice. Get yourself a coach that's been there, that's done that. And maybe not they haven't invented that widget that you want to invent, but they've done something where they've pulled it almost out of the ether. It was nothing and you created something out of it. Hence an idea. You know, every coach has an idea. The reason they became a coach is to help. Like you said at the beginning of the intro in, the, in this radio show is, you know, I became a coach to help people, to help people achieve more, do more, be more, and to collapse time frames. Very, very big. Because if you quadruple your output in an eight-hour day, you collapse your time frames. How do you quadruple your output? You listen to people that have been there, done that, and know and made the mistakes so you don't make those exact same mistakes. Why continue to make the same mistakes? Somebody's already corrected, right? Makes no sense. But no matter how much, how much coaching you have, if that voice in your head still says you can't do it, in the end, you're going to subconsciously not put forth that effort energy to make it happen. Does that make sense, Sean? It does. And I want to go back to the beginning of that for a second. And what I heard was this. Your success is a matter of, not a matter of chance, but a matter of choice. 1,000%. I really like that. You know, and that. here's the thing. Also, for, so for, for everyone out there that has coaches, okay, common sense isn't always common practice. And that's one really big thing we need to keep in mind. You know, oh, I know I need to do this, Sean. I know I need to do it. I know I need to do that. Okay. Then why aren't you doing it? So if you know you need to do it and you as a coach or me as a coach are saying, this is, these are the steps. Here's the four steps you need to make. Left foot, right foot, left foot, right foot. Baby steps, you're going to get on that elevator, right? You push the button, you go up to the penthouse, you're good. But these are the steps you have to make to get to the elevator. And they don't do it. What, what happens when you're, you're talking to somebody, we've all had these experiences, and even some of you folks listening right now to this conversation that Dan and I are having, you know, in, no matter what business you're in or what profession, you always have people that start analyzing. Everybody wants to buy, but nobody wants to be sold. Think about that line for a minute and, and really embrace it because there's a whole lot of truth to it. 
But mm-hmm. you know that your product, your service, Dan, is going to benefit that person you're talking to, sitting across from on the phone with. And the moment that it comes down to them having to expand their horizons, in other words, get up off their backside and invest time, energy, effort, and money, they take a step back and put up a wall. What do you say to those people that start analyzing? See, we're, we hear no about a quarter million times by the time we're two years old, and yes, only about 50,000. So we're pre-programmed from birth to say no. And if you want yeah. an example, go to any car dealership, okay? And watch when, uh, you know, a couple pulls up. They look at one another and they say, hey, don't say anything to, you know, the salesperson. I'll do all the talking because we don't want to get sold something that we don't really want. Well, truth be told, mm-hmm. you're never going to get sold something you don't want. But there's this misconception out there. What do you say to those people that all of a sudden come up with uh, a whole host of excuses for something they know they need, want, and will benefit them, and ultimately they deserve? What do you say to those, those folks? Great question. So I typically go back and reanalyze what it is they're trying to do. So if they're trying to make it to the next level, I would start with, concrete facts about how coaching helps you get to the next level quicker, right? Then we would discuss why they want to go to that next level. Because I believe a lot of the times when people, you know, quote unquote, don't buy that product service, there's two big reasons for it. Their why isn't big enough to release that kind of money or the funds, you know, like you think about it, if you go to, um, you know, a, a four day seminar, right? There's flights, hotels, foods for four days, plus probably a 2000, $5,000, $10,000 seminar, right? So where is that ROI on that seminar? Where do we get that money back? And it's, it's all extrinsic what we're offering, right? We're offering you all the ideas and everything, but to make it intrinsic inside of you, that why has to be big enough to say, I could take that idea and apply it, right? Secondly, I also think, Sean, that it, it's more of discussing, are they, is the individual ready to put in the effort, right? So what happens- Is it ready or, or is it ready or willingness then? Willing, no, probably more willing. I mean, they're ready to have the conversation. Are they willing to put in the effort? Let's put, I guess, See, a I better was, way to put it. I was it always told this, and, and I love this line. If you're offered a seat on a rocket ship, don't ask which seat, just say yes. Mm, interesting. Right? And I, I look at what, what I do and what you do, and I say, listen, if that person sitting across from me on the phone with me is really serious about going to the place they talk about and beyond, they're not going to second guess that opportunity. They're going to say yes. And I think what happens is, though, is we have to be shown. Human nature is, again, we're pre-programmed to say no, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Well, you know, I, I think back to our radio show when we first met, right? So I read mm-hmm. your book, Change Your Results. And one of your mentors was one of my mentors. And I think the second question I asked you was, right, so what did you do? And he said, you know, Dan, I maxed out three of my credit cards to make sure I could go and take his coaching. <laughs> and and I, would, I, I kind of stopped because I was like, you what? Like, you know, 19.9% interest on credit. You know what I mean? And all of a sudden, these, 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 the, the mathematical formula starts going in my head. I, you maxed out three credit cards. You maxed out, Sean, when you were ready to start your change your results march, when you were ready to start 
your life as a coach to start helping people. You maxed out three of your credit cards. Did you lie in bed at night going, how on earth am I going to pay for it? Probably, but you still did it because your why, why you wanted to do it was much more powerful than the balance on those three credit cards. I'll share, I'll share something with you. And I don't know that I've really shared this publicly before, but it's, it's interesting that you raised that question. I, I recall having that conversation with you. I work with people, as you know, and, and we've talked about this before, you and I, all over the world. I think this is really interesting. People say, I have a hard time finding clients and nobody wants to buy from me and I don't have the experience. And there's a, there's a litany of excuses and all of them are hollow and fake. In 2007, I think you know this, in 2007, the doctors thought I had cancer. Now, thank God, and I'll abbreviate this story because our show is only so long, but the doctors thought I had cancer. Now, thank God I didn't have, but I took eight or nine months off. I read a thousand books, literally ordered a thousand books from Amazon, and I relocated. I have a home and, a, and an acreage um, in another jurisdiction, wine country, and I sat there and read books. Now. I came back to the city that I currently reside in and have for many years, other than those eight or nine months. And that was March 10th or March 11th of 2008, so just over two years ago. And I made a decision. I had sold my companies. I had no real business interests for that eight or nine months. And I very distinctly remember I came back to my home here, and it was very late in the evening. And I said, well, tomorrow um, I don't have a website. And this is important stuff because people put all these stumbling blocks. They say, well, I need a website and I need business cards and I need this and I need an office and all these other things. I didn't have a website. I didn't have business cards, but I did know people. And we all know people. We take for granted those relationships. And what we fail to realize is your relational capital is way more, way more important than your financial. Mm -hmm. Think about this for a second. In two weeks, just over two weeks from the 12th, of March until the end of March, I had 15 paying coaching clients and I was making somewhere between 15 and $20,000 gross uh, revenue a month. And I'll say this, the times haven't changed. Okay. I paid the credit cards off. Now, perhaps it wasn't as quickly as I would have liked it to have been, but honestly, I didn't lose sleep because I knew the decision I made while it was a big decision would pay off. And I think if we believe in what we're doing instead of second guessing, it makes all the difference in the world. 100%. I, I hijacked the conversation, but I had to share that. No, you know what? It's, it's funny. You have uh, very similar as how little conversation started. I had a logistics company in, in Canada and the fallout, if you will, of 2008, 9, and 10, you know, kind of started 2009 and 2010 happened. And my entire approach with my customers, when they came to me and said, Dan, we're going to need a discount because like we're getting strung from the top here. My entire conversation was, are you kidding me? Uh, I've been breaking my back for you for five years. And this is what you do at the first sign of trouble. Well, needless to say, it went from a $3 million company to a $200,000 company, very quick shot. So mm -hmm. my business partners decided that, you know, my head wasn't there and they offered for me to buy them out because they were done with the business. So in the end, long story short, we, we had decided to close the business. So there I was, you know, 35 years old, a family, a house, no income at all. And felt like a, the biggest loser on the planet, right? Couldn't find a job because nobody wanted to hire 
I, at that point, started to disbelieve in myself. So I wasn't going after a commission job because it could have had a million of those. Um, I wanted a salary job because it's safe. It's comfortable, right? And I had done 10, 15 years at that point of personal development, right? My brain just clicked into this funk. And I, I read Three Feet from Gold by Sharon Lecter and Greg Reed. And that book actually brought me out. So when you say you stopped and you read a thousand books, this is very key because these books allow you to think and allow you to formulate these ideas. And that's where little conversations came from. And it's funny when you say, you know, your relationship uh, ships are what matter. I reached out to a good friend of mine, Brian Byro. And I said, Brian, I need, I need some help. And he connected me with people like Howard Schultz from Starbucks. He connected me with Nito Cobain. He connect, and then everyone that I spoke to, I said, do you have anybody that I can and before I know it, I was interviewing an expert a week. And it's funny because I was interviewing and asking them questions to help me. Because I figured if it can help me, it's going to help tens of thousands, millions of people, other, else, other people out there that are going through the same thing and believe they're in it alone. And they're not. I, but I love that. Obstacle, I, I, think, I that? think we all think we're an island unto ourselves. And I'm going I'm oh, to interject oh. here because we're going to take a break here in just a minute. Uh, listen. What you're sharing is key, and I really hope and pray that every single person listening now uh, to our conversation is internalizing this, taking notes, and don't just take notes, but go back to those notes and do something with them. This is Results Radio, and I am your host, Sean Chuchuk. We are having an incredible conversation with Mr. Dan Deegan. Stay with us. We'll be back in just two minutes. What would being a best-selling author do for you and your business? Massive credibility. Your brand launchpad. Celebrity. Over two-thirds of Americans want to write a book. Get yours published now and distribute it around the world. More exposure means more prospects. More prospects means more clients. Even better, you don't have to do it all alone. You've got the leading publishing and marketing team doing it with you. At Results Press, it's easier than you dreamed. Visit us today at theresultspress.com. You and I know you're ready for more, for the freedom that you were promised when you decided to become an entrepreneur. Sean Shuchuk is the number one results coach in the country, and he wants to work with you, but only if you want to achieve real and lasting results. If you want five times or 10 times your income, and to do it fast, if you want that six or seven figure income, visit changeyourresults.com now. Send Sean a message and say, I want real freedom. I want to invest in myself and work with you. Welcome back. This is Results Radio, and I'm your host, Sean Chuchuk. Today, we're talking to the incredible Mr. Dan Deegan. Dan, thank you again for joining us. I'm going to shift gears just a, just a touch. If you wanted to go out there and you're new, you just quit your job, you've had a great job for 10, 20, 30 years, whatever that is, and you've decided, I'm going to take the plunge, and maybe it's not a good idea to quit your job and just jump, but let's say I've done that. Because there are people that do that. They just get tired with corp the corporate world, and they say, to heck with this. I'm out of here. Mm-hmm. What's the first step you would take, Dan? <sighs> That's a good question, Sean. Um, I believe the first step that I would take is not necessarily the first step most people would take. And, and let me kind of uh, validate that for a moment. I, I think most people, if you were to say to them, okay, if you were able to live your lifestyle the way you're living it right now, but go after your dream because it would be safe that I can live my lifestyle, would you do it? And they'd probably say yes. 
But when a lot of people go for their dream and say, want, need to quit their job today and move forward, um, that big financial responsibility part comes up, right? So for me, I was put into the position where it was made for me, I guess, because I was actually playing with uh, complete child development, little conversations today for a year and a half before it actually, I got kind of pushed into that corner and said, okay, well, obviously I got to make this work in order to sustain my family. And then my why became helping my family through those little conversations. Right. And then it, it bursted out into a movement. But if, if you're just going for everybody in general, um, I'm going to have to say, and, and I don't know how many people will agree with me, but just make sure you got everything tied up on a financial end. Like if you're $50,000 in debt and you have an idea, you know, try and find a workaround where maybe you can keep your job for two months while you formulate that idea and put an action plan into place. Would you put a D-Day? Would you put a date on that? Say, I'm going to work my job and yeah. I'm going to be done in 60 days, 90 days, whatever that 100. timeline is. 1000%. I'd even go a step further. So if it was 60 days, I'd figure out where I need to be in 45, 30 and 15. And I would make sure that I have five major moves. I would break everything down into five moves and each of those five moves would get me a step closer to my goal. So your five moves might in, in the first 15 days, you might work on the first three because the last two moves, you have to have the first three prepared before the last two. But definitely, mm-hmm. definitely, definitely, you, you, if you don't have a time, if, you, it's not, if it's not scheduled, it doesn't happen. And the thing, in, so for everyone listening also, um, just to kind of take a step outside the circle, Sean, but it's directly related to the circle. It's almost the circle that loops inside the circle is the fact that a goal that you have in your head, unless it's scheduled on paper, written out, is just a fantasy. So if you have this big audacious, hairy goal. Cause I know we said that, I, I heard you say that in the movie. Um, so, you know, if you have this ginormous goal that scares the bejesus out of you, when you think about it, okay, plan it out. What do you need to do? What are your top five moves? What do you need to get to the next levels? Plan it out. If you figure it's going to take you three months, maybe plan it out for four. If it's figured you're going to take you three, maybe you're aggressive, go for two. But if you don't hit in two, just remember, you up that timeline, right? So if you're going to quadruple your output in an eight-hour day, then you bring your timeline up a bit. But just remember, if you don't hit it, it's not lost. You strive for it or you push your timeline back. But once you establish that timeline, there's a D-Day, make it happen and do everything in your power to make that happen. Whatever you have to do, you do it. You plan those moves and you follow that to a T. You don't just plan it and sit back and say, this is going to happen. You follow it. What do you have to do? You break that 15 days down into a day and you break that day down into an hour. What do you have to do? Do you have to send an email an hour to somebody that's going to help you along your way? You have to send an email an hour to gain friendships and start working, you know, dovetailing with what other people are doing. What do you need to do that's going to move that needle the most? The top five moves that move that needle the most, plan them out over the next, you know, 30, 60, 90 days, 120 days, half a year, year, whatever your timeline is. We talked about books earlier, and that leads me to this question. Mm. Uh, Most people, when they finish school, it doesn't matter what level, I don't care if it's high school or they went to college or university, most people, when they close the books, never open them again. (laughs) How important is brain feed? How 
often, how and should we maybe even be really spending time, valuable time in learning, grasping, understanding and implementing information, new information, maybe that we're not aware of every day. So, you know, the, the funny thing about books is it's, it's typically shelf help. You know, a lot of people, Sean, unfortunately, they pull out books when they're in a crisis. You know, they're going through a crisis at work and they can't get along with their managers. They pull out a book to figure out how to work it. But what I often say, what if you were to read, you would have read that book six months ago and then read four other books in the last six months or five other books or even six other books. You know, a book a month is not hard to get by. And for all of you out there that just said, yes, it is. I have no time. You know, look at how much time you spend watching TV. And maybe take some of that TV time and read a book, right? And, and not just read a book and then put it on the shelf and go, okay, I understand it. Take a highlighter, highlight that book. Then go back and read all the highlights. Then go back and read all the highlights again. And maybe the third or fourth time you read the book, read the whole book again. Because see, what's going to happen is you're going to get to a new level of understanding. And words and sentences and phrases and suggestions in that book that you didn't connect with the first time you are going to connect with the second, third, and fourth time. And you're going to sit, and it's really amazing, Sean. And you've probably been through this as well, where you go, I don't remember that being in there the first time. That is so powerful. How did I not read that? And the what, do you say, what, do you say, what do you say to somebody that, that tries to call you and that says, that's a bunch of baloney. That's just someone getting, trying to sell books. What do you say to that oh. person? then I say, I'm really sorry that you haven't had the opportunity to feel the joy that comes with having one of those, um, you know, vertical moments, I'll call it, where you just go vertical in thought and understanding and level of awareness. You know, Oprah calls it an aha moment. You know, if you've never had those aha moments, then I'm sorry. You're just, you're never going to know what it's like until you've had it. And the way to get it is to read a book and then read it again and realize you missed half the book the first time you read it because you weren't on the right level of awareness. And, and, you know, Sean, and it's a shame. And I don't mean to sound, you know, so not, maybe not confrontational with that, but so direct with it. But the fact is that that needs to happen. You need to do that in order to get to the next level. Even that, you read the book, you go get some coaching, you read the book again, right? You read the book, you go accomplish something that you wanted to accomplish, you read the book again. It's not necessarily, you know, you don't have to stick to just reading the book. You can read the book, then you can go get three, three, four, five weeks of coaching and then go back and read the book. And that coaching, if it's based on the same premises the book is based on, in essence, the same information, that that coaching is going to bring you to that next level awareness. You're going to read that book again, and you're going to have those aha moments. You're going to go vertical with thought. You will 1000%. Just as it's going to get dark tonight, I guarantee you that. I like that a lot. Listen, there are some people out there that are killing it. They're making it happen. And they have something that, you know, sometimes we call balance. I'm not a big fan of the word balance. I much prefer the term harmony. And I think from an entrepreneurial standpoint, that's really what it boils down to. How does the truly successful, and by the way, success has been defined in the, the recording of Stranger, Stranger Secret from the 1950s by Earl Nightingale. Oh, Earl Nightingale, love it. Absolutely. Success is the progressive realization of a worthy ideal. Yeah. But for those people that are, that are achieving that, and they have created this harmony in their lives, their businesses, their families, their relationships, marriage, kids, etc., 
what do you say to those people that that have this um, idea that they'll never achieve balance? What do you say to those folks? You, do I ask? I ask the tough questions. Yeah, you do, and and I'm just I'm I'm trying to put it in. Um, I'll just say it. You really need to wake up because everyone can achieve balance, and and balance is in the eye of the beholder, right? So mm-hmm. so let's look at it like this. You're starting your own business. You can't start your own business by working three hours a day. It just doesn't work. It doesn't happen, right? You you can't do it. You're going to be in those you know ten twelve hour days. So. If you're looking at life balance where, you know, if I'm 10, 12 hours of work, then I got to be 10, 12 hours with my family. No, you have to have balance, not our balance, because if you decide you want to sleep eight hours a night and then go to the gym in the morning in order to gain that energy, that enthusiasm, that joy that comes with life, that, that, you know, that extra drive, right? The hours are never going to balance out. So what you need to do, in my suggestion anyways, is you need to understand that first and foremost, that you can't look at it an hourly thing. But you know what? If you get home from work at six o'clock and you've got a seven or eight-year-old that goes to bed at nine, why not make those three hours the most impactful three hours ever? That will create balance. And you have to, as an individual, really understand this is the balance in my life now. In two years from now, she's going to stay up till 10 or nine. And then all of a sudden those hours get more. But you know what? Most people that say they don't have balance in their life, Sean, they go to work, they come home, they come home so drained from work because they can't control their energy properly that, oh, I don't have any balance because I go to work and I come home and I'm drained. But okay. But how do I go to work, come home and still have more energy than a five-year-old? Right? Because we, we have, we have to protect our energy. So we can't allow people to drain our energy we have to, you know, create transitions and do everything to protect our energy. But also what we really need to look at is understanding that balance, right? I go to work, I get home at, you know, sometimes six, seven o'clock at night, depending on what's going on through the day. Other days I get home at two o'clock in the afternoon. But when my wife gets home from work, when my kids get home from work, it's about creating a higher output of love, energy, and joy with your family in that short period of time. You know, I've got an 18-year-old son. He loves to go out, right? I'm going out to hang out with the boys, and he's going to see his girlfriend. So when we do see him, we enjoy the conversation more than we would if we just sat around not saying anything, staring at a TV, mm-hmm. right? So it, it, it's, it's not necessarily a time balance. Just understand, life balance comes in so many ways. You know, just going for a walk after dinner with y- your spouse or your children, and that hour, half hour walk to the ice cream store and back could be more joyful than four hours hanging out with anyone because your output's higher, right? And, and so let's go back to something you said at the beginning. You know, it's about the output of results. Results just isn't in success. Results is in joy, energy, love, contentment, harmony. It's my wife's favorite word, Sean. I love the fact that you used it. The, her word is harmony. You know, if you can create harmony for five hours a day while you go through, quote unquote, you know, probably at this point, if you haven't, you know, really gone after your dream hell for 10 hours a day, that five hours of harmony supersedes that 10 hours of hell, hands down, as long as you think of it like that. Mm-hmm. I like that a lot. And um, this is, this is, we're winding up our, our conversation because time is flying by and it always does when we're having fun. 
And I want to ask you a question, and I'm very privileged. I get to ask some pretty incredible people just like yourself from all over the world and all walks of life this question. What is one golden nugget, something that you can share with the Change Results community, our listeners, those people that are engaged in what you and I are discussing here today? What's one thing you can share with them, that golden nugget they can take, wrap their head, heart, and hands around and implement the moment that we're, we're no longer on the air with this, with this particular conversation. Mm, very good. Inch by inch, anything's a cinch. I love it. I love it. Mm-hmm. Listen, is there, is, there, uh, is there a way, if people want to get a hold of you, they want to learn more about you and how they can reach out to you, is there any way they can, they can do that? Yes, 100%. So um, the two main platforms that I operate on are Little Conversations Today. So it's littleconversationsplural.today.com. You can reach me at dan at littleconversationstoday.com. And also, if you'd like to see everything that I do when it comes to sales training, coaching, uh, sales programs, this kind of thing, you can go to dandegan.com. And it's D-E-I-G-A-N.com. Dan, thank you so much for joining us on Results Radio. I'm your host, Sean Chuchuk. Every show, we bring you the very best, and we share it so that you can get where you're going. In less time, if you haven't done so yet, go to our website at yourresultsradio.com. Get your copy of the Results Journal. It was designed with you in mind to help you achieve more and do it in less time. Until next time, have an incredible day. Thank you for joining us today on Results Radio. Every show, we bring you the very best guests that share with you their experiences and expertise. Do whatever you have to do to join us for our next show and visit us today at yourresultsradio.com. While you're there, get your copy of the Results Journal. Results Journal.